2: Don't have time to go on SoCal Live today? Leave Scott a voicemail at 213-537-3812. That's 213-537-3812.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Southern California Live, good to be with you. We're talking about food and food prices, the inflation rate on food. Uh, Today, with all the inflation conversation, the food inflation is over 11%, highest since 1979. So we're giving each other advice on how to save some money in your food bill, how to do this wisely. 1 Corinthians 10 31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. I've always thought it's interesting, that verse. We Usually, I think we talk about our doing our jobs for the glory of God or, you know, whatever it is that we're working on, some kind of toil for the glory of God. It says, whether you eat or drink, do it all for the glory of God. And uh, I think maybe we misinterpret that with, uh, you know, <laughs> how much can I eat to the glory of God? Amen. Uh, But uh, I think that it's saying do things with wisdom. And part of wisdom, I think is not spending more money than you should on food. And especially during periods of time like this, what's your advice? 888-528-2557 is the number 888-528-2557. Sarah and Pico Rivera. Welcome to Southern California live.
3: Hi, Scott. Um, I just wanted to share um, my time saver and budget saver. It's called Emails.com, and it's an app or it's an Emails app now. And um, what I love about it is that um, it's it's a it's a ten dollars subscription for the year, uh-huh. but you can it gives you meals that you that you can make. It gives you the recipes. It gives you it populates a grocery list for you. And you can um, take that to whichever store you go to. Um, I like to use there. They have a budget menu, 30-minute menu, budget-friendly, kids-friendly, slow cooker. They have keto. So this is a
1: website that will give um, you like a menu and what to go shop for?
3: Yes. Oh. And if you, it, it links to different um, grocery stores that you can order online or to pick up. So I do Walmart because yeah. I can get pants and Play-Doh and potatoes in one-stop shopping, and well, I can pick it up for free.
1: Pants and, and Play-Doh um, and potatoes. So that's very that's excellent alliteration. I didn't want to let that go.
3: Right? So it's really been helpful for the budget because um, it'll give you everything that they offer in every brand of maybe yeah. you want to get pasta. I great value what, everything. What's the
1: name of that app again?
3: It's called E Meals.
1: E Meals.
3: E and then Meals. Yeah. E- okay. And they have um yeah, they have uh diabetic, keto, clean eating, everything.
1: All of that stuff. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I got paper. I got yeah. some other calls, but that's a great idea, Sarah. Thank you for your call. Uh emails dot com. I'd not heard of it, so uh you could check it out. I used to be part of uh one of these websites like that and what they would do is give you a grocery list of everything that's on sale and everything that you should also find a coupon for uh either online or if your paper still gives you coupons and it was it was a lot of work but if you you know here would be a piece of my advice that I'm really getting from my wife because she's a pro at this never buy it if it's not on sale just don't just wait till the next time or if it is on sale buy a couple of them and freeze one or put one in storage And uh, always buy stuff that's on sale. And the best thing to do is buy stuff on sale when you have a coupon. It's worth going online at least to get those coupons and uh, check it out. We're talking about how to do our food and our meals cheaper. If you have some advice for us, 888-528-2557. Carol in Costa Mesa, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, Carol. You with us? Carol, I'll put you on hold, and we'll try you back again here in just a second. Lenny from Burbank, welcome to Southern California Live.
4: Hey, Scott. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, I have one or two tips. Uh, so one is when you're going out shopping for meat, you want to consider the price per per pound. Right. A lot of times you're not thinking about it, and you'll be buying meat, um, but you're really paying a lot more per meal, for example. So for like I used mm. to buy steak Spend $20 a pound, then I once I started feeling the pinch, I realized, hey, I could just buy chicken at more like 5 or $6 a pound, and, uh, you know, I think that's a great thing to keep in mind.
1: Yep, that um, that is a good thing. You can do it cheaper. There's just, uh, you have to give stuff up. I mean, I think that's part of it, is you don't always have to have the steak.
4: Right, exactly. I mean, if you don't mind, if you can kind of switch over and you're not that picky, you can do that. Um, The second tip is actually for uh, people that uh, go to Starbucks every day. I Uh know a lot of people do. Um, One thing you can do is, for a lot of those fruity drinks, um, you can get a tall, but you can get it in a venti or a grande with just extra water. So basically you're paying the tall price, but you're getting the venti or the grande, and it might just be a little bit less sweet anyway, and that might be even better for you because they're just topping it off with water, and you'll save maybe a dollar, two dollars. For every church.
1: That's one way to do it. Thank you very much, Lenny, for your call. You know, people spend a ton of money. This is what I do at Starbucks. I say, give me a tall coffee and a venti cup and just fill it the rest of the way up. Um people in fact that has been the place. I, I was counseling somebody one time who said who she couldn't pay the rent. She wanted the church to help her with her rent, and we did that, and it's like, okay, but we don't just do it. We we have a bunch of questions for you, right? And we make you fill out your budget. What are you spending money on? She was spending money. She was a single woman. She was spending 700 dollars a month at Starbucks and going out to eat. Seven, her rent was 700 dollars a month. <laughs> so we said no. What we said, what you can do is stop doing that." And she was stunned. I think that most of us never really look to see where our money's going. There are free apps online, Mint, Mint.com. There's a bunch of them free that'll, that'll track your money, and uh, you should do that. You'll, if you're wondering where your money goes, you can find out, take you about a month to figure it out. And uh, you might find that there's a whole bunch of money you're spending on stuff that you really don't need. Um, and then maybe you can even afford to get that steak once in a while. 888-528-2557 is the number. We're talking about how to save money on uh, groceries. Carol in Costa Mesa, are you back with us?
2: I am. Hi, yeah, Carol. Thank you so much Yeah. my call. All right. Uh, my favorite uh, discovery, I never liked pickles before, but I discovered I could make pickles. And that really cuts I both. I, it's a savory kind of uh, flavor, uh-huh. and it crunches. Use Persian cucumbers. Yeah, and those can be gotten at a good supermarket like um, Mid Eastern yep. Super King. It's a huge store, and I, I use that one. And uh, you meet a lot of neat people there uh, who are not typical, and I like doing that too and uh, the pickles are, you know, crunchy, and you put your own apple cider vinegar and spices in it.
1: Now, you said you never really liked pickles, and now you're making pickles. How did you make that jump?
2: Well, you know how potato chips are savory. Well, I thought, Boy, this is savory, and it's got the apple cider vinegar, uh-huh. which helps digestion. Yeah. So it it kills two birds in one stone. You're going to help your digestion with pickles. That kind of pickle, anyway. Not. Don't put too much salt in it. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah. Watch All right. What you in it. <laughs> I
1: think that is a uh, a great idea, there, Carol. Uh, thank you for your call. You know, um, another thing that people should keep in mind you know, she talked about going to a Middle Eastern market or something. Check out how other cultures eat. You might find that not only is the food amazing, but uh, cheaper, healthier most of the time, uh, frankly. And uh, and super good. Uh, you can get a lot done when you have rice and you throw some stuff in the rice. You can change that up with a whole lot of different things. Uh, there's all kinds of amazing ingredients out there. And uh, don't be afraid to cook. I think that you know, my last piece of advice on this would be don't be afraid to cook. There are free recipes online. There are book, you know, cookbooks everywhere. Go to the Goodwill store. Everybody's donating their cookbook. Go get a cookbook and just check stuff out. And uh, it's pretty fun uh, to do that. And it's a lot cheaper. It's a lot healthier for you. Um, and uh, you'll find you can feed your family uh, pretty well. Don't be afraid to buy the off-brands. Um, there's a lot of different advice and and like I said before, buy stuff at the supermarket if it's on sale and if you have a coupon. Most grocery stores have online coupons. You may not even realize that. You know how you give them your phone number and you type the phone number in the thing or you have a little you know membership card for some reason. Um you you attach the coupons to that card and the stuff just comes right off your bill. You gotta make sure it does, because sometimes it doesn't. You gotta watch that screen like a hawk. Um but you may you might go to the store. Uh, in fact, we did this wrong, but Christy sent me to the store the other night and I messed it up. I put in my phone number and not hers and her discounts didn't come off. And I spent $50. She went back to the store. I'm not usually the person who would go back to the store. If it was a buck or two, it's like, that's oh, not worth my time. She went back to the store, had them do it right. And she saved $16 on the same thing I just purchased simply because she had done these online coupons. Uh, I think a lot of us missed that. That's something to do. All right. Uh, I think that uh, hopefully this has been helpful for you, and I want to remind you, just when we get the inflation numbers and there's the, the politics and the other sides of it and all of that, these numbers are really causing a lot of distress for a lot of our brothers and sisters in Christ, a lot of our friends who don't know the Lord but live next to us, our neighbors, our coworkers. You might even be working with people who are actually very hungry. You'd be surprised. That person who's stealing the sandwiches and stealing everybody's lunch out of the fridge, maybe that person's just a jerk, but maybe they're really hungry and really broke and they're just they just need help that happens actually quite a bit help your your neighbor in this and think about these things that inflation is a tax on the poorest of us all it affects all of us every day and there's a lot of things we can do don't be afraid to help people if you're really into this you know uh have people over to your place get to know them serve some coffee and say hey let's talk about how we can lower our bills and you build great relationships. You have a good time. You even put yourself in a position where you're loving your neighbor, and uh, you might even share the gospel. Who knows how God's going to use you? I've got to take a break. We'll be back in just a few moments with Hour 2 of Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow. I will return as the Tuesday edition of SoCal Live continues.
2: This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow on 99.5 KKLA. Join the conversation now by texting Scott in the SoCal Live studio at
1: 213-537-3812. Welcome back, everybody. Good to be with you on this much cooler Tuesday. It's nice that the uh, weather is changing back to uh, probably a little bit more like normal. Glad to be with you. We are talking about in the big, in the big picture what you do in your free time. But we started talking about uh, marijuana usage, and we're talking not about medical usage, but really about recreational usage. And is this a wise thing to do? And what are the other things that we should do in our free time versus not do in our free time based on what is wise? What is the uh, wise thing to do? You can join our conversation, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Mike and Chino Hills, welcome to Southern California Live.
5: Hello, Scott. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I'm 65 years old and uh, been a Christian since I was uh, 20 when I came to the Lord. And prior to that, I was a post-Woodstock hippie in the very early 1970s. And we smoked this uh, pot like it was going out of style yeah. back then. And I, I would say that back then it was bad enough on the body, uh, although we didn't think so. But today, it's I, in my opinion, it's just so much worse uh, I was a migraine sufferer for many years, uh, really bad migraines. And when they legalized this stuff in California, I uh, went and purchased it for my migraine, starting off with a CBD, and then uh, then with the THC and the CBD together, and I vaped it. And I tell you, I thought I was going to die. Uh, my heart rate just went through the roof. I mean, I don't know how many beats per second it was beating, but I, I felt it beating in my head. And I thought I was going to die. I couldn't breathe. My lungs felt I baked it. My lungs felt like they were all torn up. And I'm laying there in bed trying to ride this thing out, feeling like I was poisoned, asking God, no, God, not this way. Please don't let me go this way. My wife was at work. Um, Fortunately, I, and I don't like Xanax either, but I had Xanax because I was going through a, a stressful period uh, uh, over a situation in my life, and the doctor prescribed me a little bit for that. Had it not been for the Xanax and, and not popping about four or five of those, I think I would have ended up in the emergency room. Mm. Um, now, maybe this has something to do with my age now, uh, being older, but I just think this stuff is so much stronger, and it's, just, it's poison, period. Period. Um, and and that's what I would call it. It's just no good for you.
1: All right, uh, Mike. I appreciate that uh, that input, and I'm glad you're doing better on uh, you know all of that stuff. And maybe this is a good question. Is this uh, an age related thing? And is it because of you get older and you get some wisdom in life? Right when you get older, you know things hurt a lot more, and you look back and you go, ah, I probably shouldn't have done that. You know, you get that wisdom when you get older, and you try to pass it on to the next generation, and it's difficult. They have to find out the hard way on certain things. Um eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. Uh I mentioned uh, before the break that Governor Brown, Jerry Brown, was against legalizing pot in California. And it's uh, it's interesting, because if you think about things, you know, on a political spectrum, you know, you'd probably say Jerry Brown was a liberal, right? You might even say he was on the left, um, and maybe for his day he was. But he is so far to the right of Gavin Newsom, it's pretty incredible. This is some of what uh, on not not every issue probably, but on this particular one, I found this article where it quotes him. The article it's on a it's on a marijuana website, and the the article is entitled uh, "Governor Jerry Brown keeps saying mean things about marijuana consumers." <laughs> that's the title of it. But you know, Jerry Brown, who was governor of California between 1975 and 1983, before he became governor again in 2011, uh, he was known as Governor Moonbeam, which was not necessarily a uh, friendly title. And he had some experience with things. And you know, something that I did like about Jerry Brown, uh, when he was governor, uh, I didn't like most of his policies, but I liked he had these moments of what I thought were very honest moments um, where he really shared his thought. he shared you know one time he was he was saying that he was reading the Rise and Fall of the Roman Empire, which is an old old history book, and it's hard to read, but it's still the greatest there is on the Roman Empire and it's a good read for anybody it would it would tell you why things are going to to pot, so to speak, in our our, our country. And he was reading that, and just on a, as kind of an aside, you know, he says in some press conference, he goes, oh yeah, and I've been reading Rise and Fall of the uh, Roman Empire, and uh, by the way, that's uh, that's something that uh, does not l- look very good for our country. And I thought, well, he's made this connection that our country and the decision-making were doing uh, morally, and that's what that book ultimately says, is that the empire fell because they made so many terrible moral decisions that uh, people just became, um, you know, people doing whatever they wanted, and the the whole... Empire fell apart, and that's how empires fall apart, and that's kind of where we are. That's what he was saying. So he starts talking about pot, which he's had some experience. And he said in 2014 that California and the United States should could be a great economic power if marijuana was uh, – he said that neither California nor the United States would be a great economic power if marijuana was legalized. And if you're just joining us uh, at the last segment, we talked about a article, a series of articles in the LA Times that is basically saying that since the legalization of pot in the United States, that it didn't do at all what they thought it was going to do, that it is an economic and social disaster, an environmental disaster because of all the illegal pot that's still being grown. Like the idea was is that people will stop selling it illegally, that it would, it would harm the illegal drug trade, that it would create more tax revenue it is increasing more tax revenue but the crime and the violence and everything else that is a part of this it's costing the state a whole bunch of money too Uh, jerry brown predicted that he said that if marijuana was legalized um, it would not help california or the united states he said because of the shiftiness of potheads (laughs) he said the world's pretty dangerous very competitive I think that we need to stay alert, if not 24 hours a day, more than some of the potheads might be able to put together. It's an interesting thing. And he he said he has personal experience. You know, he said, how many people can get stoned and still have a great state or a great nation? That's what he had to say. I think that is the, you know, we're talking about this and, and people, you have different opinions right and left, you know, about whether it's right, whether it should be legal, whether it's moral, whether it's ethical, you know whether you know, there's a bunch of Christians debate this. I know that many in our audience would have a different opinion, but the question that when you apply the question is it the wise thing to do? Jerry Brown says no. He said that it's bad for the competitive competitiveness of our nation. Um, how many people can get stoned and still have a great state or a great nation? You know, there's a lot that you can blame on our politics and other things, but you know we we're doing some stuff to ourselves, aren't we? He said, we either do nothing and smoke marijuana because it's legalized, or we put our shoulder to the plow and do everything we can. Um, and he's talking about the idea that we have a lot of problems um, and we can just ignore them and get high, or we can actually get some work done. Um, that is a, it's an incredible statement. Uh, so he said, it's more prudent for California not to embrace a legalization strategy. I don't think the fostering of chemicals is a smart move. And that's what he had to say. Um, now, the article that is pro-marijuana then points out that he was 80 years old uh, and that he disagrees uh, with Gavin Newsom, who was lieutenant governor at that time. You know what the, uh, gov- the lieutenant governor of California does? Nothing. Uh, they wait around until they can maybe become governor, which is what Gavin Newsom did. Um, you know, it, it just brings us back to the question of wisdom, and I want to shift a little bit away from just the marijuana thing, because how we spend our time, our free time matters. The Bible tells us very clearly that the time, how we spend our time should be wise. Be very careful, then, how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery, Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, this is, this is how we are to live as wise. If you can pass on anything to the next generation, the great thing to pass on is wisdom. The great thing to pass down to the next generation is, is not, hey, this is legal, hey, this is okay, this is moral. We can, we can debate that there's a lot of issues that we can debate. Video games. How much time do you spend playing video games when you could be doing something productive? A hobby where you build something, something that develops your skills, a book to read that just develops your mind. You know, uh, well, we could probably argue that video game uh, can develop your mind and hand-eye coordination and all those kinds of things. But there are studies out there that say that over time, it damages you, that it it changes your brain and how you function, and it keeps you awake at night. And you know, is it really productive? And that doesn't mean it's not okay to do that, but how much time should you spend in your free time whenever you have it doing things that are productive and useful versus doing things that might just take you off some other place. We'll talk about that in a little bit when we get back and we'll take your calls on this subject. The number is 888-528-2557, 528 2557 This is Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host, and we will be back with your calls as the Tuesday edition of SoCal Live continues.
2: Don't have time to go on SoCal Live today? Leave Scott a voicemail at 213 537 3812. That's 213 537 3812. Welcome
1: back, everybody. Great to be with you. Final segment for today. We'll take a couple of calls here and uh, something I want to mention before we uh, go off for today. Talking about our free time and how we best spend it, and uh, some of that has been spent, a lot of our conversation has been spent talking about marijuana with the idea that we are supposed to spend our time wisely because the days are evil. That's what Ephesians tells us, that the best advice you can, I think, add to any question you have in your life that you have about things that, you know, when you have decisions to make where maybe the moral decision isn't clear or maybe the legal decision isn't clear, or the ethical decision, however you want to look at it. Is it right or wrong? Hard to know, especially issues where, like marijuana, for example, where a lot of people will disagree, even church people will disagree. But when you ask what is the wise thing to do, it filters out a whole lot of different opinion and uh, makes it much easier to make, you know, to know what the right decision is, even though we don't do that sometimes. 888-528-2557 is the number. Jolie in El Monte, welcome to Southern California Live.
6: Hi, um... Yes, I'm calling because I have some guilt because I called Arnold Schwarzenegger years ago and had marijuana put on the ballot. I mean, I'm I. How do I say it? I'm 65 also, like the last caller. I'm not from the hippie generation, but I did smoke pot Uh years ago. But it's not like today because I did take uh, marijuana one time for I couldn't lack of sleep. And guess what? I was on the worst high ever. Couldn't get off the high and did go to the emergency room. And the whole night I was awake was awful. My husband didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. Anyways, let me get back to this. Um, My sister died of cancer in 2003. I was very upset at the time. And I asked the Lord for a cure for cancer. What is a cure? And I felt like he said, and this is just, I don't know if I heard right, but I thought I heard no reach in hemp. I looked it up on the computer and sure enough, You know, hemp was related to marijuana, and it did shrink tumors. So when they were talking about marijuana, I said, oh, yes, they should put it on the ballot. And Mm -hmm. that's when I called Schwarzenegger, and I told them about what I felt, like God was saying, and then the lady was like, oh, yes. And so she put that message right through to Schwarzenegger Mm -hmm. that, yes, we should have marijuana on the ballot. See, my feeling is, like that last caller— that one color. um take the THC out and put it on you know yes it should be owned by the government not by you know the California is so poor so broke they need the money but it should have been controlled and now you know when I I was going for my lack of sleep my sleep deprivation there were all these young 16 year old kids in the office and this yeah. is before we had it totally legal. And they were like, "Uh, you know, you just had to get a certificate. And the, even the doctor was high. It was a joke. And no, these young people are getting high on this bad stuff. They're lacing it with all kinds of stuff. It's homegrown. There's a lot no, of danger
1: to it that is unexpected.
6: Controlled. Yeah, It, it should have been totally yeah. controlled. Well, and, and it should be for people like my sister who died of cancer that are suffering with that chemo, which is a joke. And they really need some kind of help to shrink these darn tumors. And, you know, and if Norwegian hemp is a chore, I'm all for it. But take the darn THC out.
1: All right, Jolie, thank you. Thank you for your call. You know what, Jolie, don't feel too guilty about it. Millions of people voted for it. and, And, you know, the point of the L.A. Times article I was talking about is that, you know, people thought this was the right thing to do. There was research. They thought the state would make money. And, uh you know, and they didn't. And this is why Jesus died, by the way, is that we all do things that we uh, are a big deal or things that are a small deal. Uh, Jesus died for all of it. Okay, lots of grace uh, for you. We love you. Thank you for listening to Southern California Live. Um, you know, there's a, there's a an article that was on CNBC in, uh, online, and it's said, too much free time uh, won't make you happier. I think that sometimes we wish we had – I wish I had more free time. Sometimes I'll say that. Uh, uh, I'm doing better at, at getting the free time that I need now. But um, a lot of people think the more free time you have, it will make you happier. But one of the reasons it doesn't is we often spend that time doing things that don't make us happy. You know, So the pot smoking might make us kind of sort of happy with the high for a while, but then long term it doesn't. Uh, we're not talking about the medical use. I think uh, there's a different, uh, a different set of questions. You still ask the question, is it wise? Um, but it's a different question, right? Is it wise to use medically? Is it wise to use recreationally? I think you get a different answer maybe, uh, or at least a different discussion. Some of the things, though, that this uh, pointed out, things to do in your free time. One of the things it says is people who have less than uh, two hours a day of free time it's not enough. Uh, but people who have more than five hours, according to this study, it's too much. Uh, you need to find a hobby. you got to find something to do. You know, get a job even if you don't need one. Do something that makes you responsible. But people should have, you know, four or five hours if they can of, of free time. How do you spend it? Um, The advice in this article is to get moving. This is the time for physical activity. Go to the gym. Go for a walk. You know, going for a walk, it's another thing on here where it just says experience. They call it experiencing awe. But I think if you go out and you go for a walk, you get in nature, you know, go to the parks that are in your neighborhood, go to the hikes that are all around us, um, go to different places, even just walk down the street, you'd be amazed at what you can observe and the different things that you can do. It's good for you. It's actually a really good thing. And the other one is uh, practice acts of kindness. And there's a list of things here. It says, it says pay for a stranger's order at a coffee shop. I misread it at first. I thought it said, pray for a stranger at a coffee shop, which by the way, you'd be surprised how many strangers out there will will take your prayers. If you notice that somebody's dealing with something, ask them if you can pray for them. You'd be amazed at the ministry that you often have. Some people just tell you, no, no big deal. But some people are like, I don't even know if I believe what you believe, but I'm going through something and I will take your prayers and you pray for them. Um, and I asked the shuttle driver once at the airport, if I could pray for her and boy, does she let all kinds of stuff out, uh, that she was dealing with, with her son, that she was dealing with all kinds of stuff. Who asked the shuttle driver anything? It was, it was Christmas day. Okay. So it wasn't like I was just being extra holy. It was Christmas. I could tell something was wrong and she shared all the stuff. Anyway, pay for a stranger or pray for, pray for a stranger. Give somebody a compliment. You know, don't get yourself in trouble. You know, pay attention to what your compliment is. Uh, help a coworker complete a task. You'll get rid of the not my job attitude. Just help somebody else do something if you've got some time. Bring a family member or somebody that you care about a tasty treat or beverage. Leave flowers or a nice note. You know, all those things, they don't, they don't take very long, but they are good things to use, to do in your free time. And they're much wiser than the, the pot smoking for sure, but also some of the other things we do. Um, with our our free time. You know, how much Netflix can you really watch? Do You really need to watch five or six hours. It's not good for you, right? All right, I want to, uh, before we go, I wanted to um, uh, mention something else, just something that's happening in, in uh, Southern California for uh, one of our local churches. Um, maybe you know and you read about this or saw it on the news. It's made national news uh, there was a fire in Los Angeles at uh, Victory Baptist Church. Do you go there? Do you go to Victory Baptist Church? Uh, I got a minute. You may not make it, but you can call me, 888-528-2557. Uh, we've reached out maybe to bring somebody on to talk about it, but a fire broke out uh, Sunday morning and uh, burned the church down, and uh, it's a historic church in South Los Angeles. And uh, I just thought we should pray for uh, pray for you if you go to that church or if you live in that neighborhood and you're impacted by that church you know i think it is um you know we talk a lot about the church is not a building and it's not and that's important you know the church that meets at victory baptist uh the, they are the people they are the people who use that building um but the church has a lot of uh you know the building and the things that we have sometimes they they uh it can be very meaningful especially if it's a a an old church you know at the end everything's going to burn and we we pay too much attention to our buildings but you know this one's historic in the 1950s it was it had sunday night services that were broadcast nationally on tv that's a huge deal martin luther king jr spoke there in 1964 uh so um i thought we should just take a minute and uh, pray we have brothers and sisters in of christ in christ who are hurting uh there and uh, i wanted to take a minute and just pray god i thank you for uh, everybody at this church. And, you know, they're going through different things, the people who are there that are, it's just hurtful. And it's arson, apparently, is what is believed. So somebody did a terrible thing. Um, and God, I pray that justice would be done there. I pray for the members of this church. I pray for the pastor, Dr. Jenkins, that you would strengthen him, that you would give him wisdom as he leads. Uh, and, uh God, I pray that uh, there were some firefighters who came who were injured. I pray that they would be made well. We thank you, Lord, for, for them, and uh, we lift up our brothers and sisters in Christ there. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, I got somebody on the phone here, so if you get on before we 're done and you went to that church i 'll take your call if you 're going to talk about the other issue where we we 'll you can call me on Friday for that uh if you want to you know it 's a it 's a sad thing that 's arson right somebody uh burned down the church on purpose, or they might have one of the stories I read said that they might have been lighting a palm tree on fire you know next to it, and then it would catch on to the the building there. Um, That's what happens a lot in in fires that uh, spread. It's because, you know, palm trees or different uh, plants catch on fire. And with the palm trees in particular, the the branches will blow off the palm tree and land on a structure and then start that fire. Um, Anyway, um, you know, we need to remember that when Jesus looks at Southern California and when we ask the question, how many churches are here? uh, Really, there's one. There's one church, and we meet at different addresses, and we have different things um, that we do, some different traditions, some different backgrounds. But if you know Jesus, if you believe he's the Savior, if you confess him as your Savior, if if you believe that he is the way, the truth, and the life, that he died for your sins, then we're actually all in the same family. There's one church and we need to pray for each other. This church has great ministry in the neighborhood. We talked last hour about hunger, and they're dealing with it, right? They're, they have a lot of people that they serve uh, with a food ministry, and so keep them in prayer. You can Google it. It's Victory Baptist Church in uh, Los Angeles, and uh, I don't have any information if you're interested uh, right now in how you can help them. We reached out. We'll probably find that and talk about it on Friday uh, a little bit later this week. Um, but there you go. You know, it, maybe as you think about it and you're just driving around and you see some church, pray for them. Uh, there's stuff, right? There's there's people that they're helping. There's people that they are serving. There are sometimes controversies. There are struggles, financial difficulties. There are all kinds of things going on. And a friend of mine likes to say, if the devil's not messing with your church, then he must be okay with it. And so churches, you know, we're dealing with the evil one. That's why we need to pray for each other. Would you do that? Um, Yeah. Just pray for each other. Friends, I'm out of time for today. I love you. I love being with you here on Southern California Live each and every day from three to five. I hope that you have a great, great evening. I'm Scott Furrow for Southern California Live. I'll see you tomorrow. God bless.